<laughs> I'm scared. You should be. Jesus. Ooh. <laughs> 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 it got me. That was A little good. tickle there. That hey, welcome back to the Poor Timing Podcast. I'm Kevin. We have Holmes. Another game going. Cool. Oh, okay, there you go. Johnny, Frank, that's me. We're yeah. in the new studio, baby. What's going on? Yeah, yeah welcome to our new home. Cool. And uh, we're playing a little shot game here. Yeah, Kevin uh, was the loser slash winner. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> shot game. Yep. Well, uh, welcome I'm, to our new studio. Uh, we just finished setting it up. I uh, hope it looks cool. Hollywood, baby. Right. Yep. Uh, we got lights Big time. and stuff like that. We made it. Yeah, yeah, we made it from scratch. No, I'm, I'm saying oh, we made it in the far. business. Oh, yes. we made it in the business. Yes, yeah, we're we on the corner of um, also Hollywood Boulevard and well, on, another road over there. Road. On Spotify, <laughs> yeah, on Spotify we're, on we're right under uh, Rogan's podcast. Oh, okay, yeah. that's, that's another exactly thing that we could bring up. Uh, we're yes. on all platforms now. We are yeah. on all platforms. Yeah, you listen yeah. to us on Spotify. But don't listen to us on Spotify because we're all protesting Spotify. For what reason? Because we all hate Joe Rogan. Yes, well, we posted... That's my nigga Joe Rogan. <laughs> Let's go. Yeah, we posted two episodes. We took one down, so we're on both sides. Of right, the exactly. Uh, Kevin, before yeah. we get into it, tell us a little bit about your experience playing Risk last night for the first time. Oh, that was pretty cool. Um, I looked at some YouTube videos before going in, so I knew what to expect. I knew it was going to be... Uh, yeah, but did you know what to expect with the personalities and the clashing? Everyone has such strong personalities that <laughs> oh. I know they're from playing football. You know what I mean? So... I mean, immediately, Ian and Frank are enemies. They just try. Well, Ian <laughs> tries to kill everyday Frank. Life, but though. hold on, though. Ian tries to kill Frank because he says it. Did Ian ever actually attempt to damage me? He could not get there. Right. And he didn't try to. I couldn't get there either, and then I did. You found a path. And Where did right. everybody start off? Just wondering. Australia. No, that was Jurassic. He was in Australia, and he oh, lost. Oh, lucky him. Yeah, he lost? Big time. How He's, do you lose in Australia? Because you have to actually attack people. You can't just sit there the whole game. Yeah. That's what I like to do. Yeah, I'm a pretty decent risk player. <laughs> not gonna, I'm not going to front. Uh, anyway, the winner of the game was John A., and I wanted to give a personal congratulations to John A., because Let's we've been go. playing for eight years, and this was his first ever win. Congrats. So that's got to feel good. John was he hyped? A. He was so... I never. He was like... To tears, he was so happy, and that's I'm not fucking, exaggerating. Hell yeah. yeah, that's better than scoring a touchdown. He was so fucking pumped. It was fun, longer than I expected, but uh, it, it was, was a long oh, game. It's a whole. It was a long game because no deal. one wanted to take Ian out of the. Ian was sitting with. Don't get me wrong. He had 27 troops, but only in two countries, and he had like five risk cards. And everyone was like, "Nah, I don't want to take him out." Oh, yeah, they felt bad they for were him. Yeah. The smoke. There's always that that's one right. person that everyone. Well, there was five people who were scared to do anything. Yes. That's the problem. So that's... everyone kind of weaseled around each other the whole yes. game. So it didn't. It it took way too long. You all right. <clears throat> no, go ahead. I was gonna say, all right, I'm done talking about risk. Me but. too. I, <laughs> me too. Definitely. All right, put ten up on the clock, and uh, I think we can start with. Uh, we I want to get to Kevin's thing a little later, so why don't we start uh, with the big news in the sports world? You okay. comfortable with that? I'm cool with that. So Deshaun Watson has been traded from the Houston Texans to the Cleveland Browns for a considerable amount of draft picks now. Hold on. For the folks at home, who is Deshaun Watson? Do you want me to say it? Yes. Deshaun Watson is a football player, quarterback. The one quarterback. that fought dogs, Tell them. right? <laughs> no, that's Michael Vick. That was Michael Vick, yeah. yeah. Deshaun he Watson, got traded the too. reason why it's a controversial trade is because Deshaun Watson is undoubtedly undoubtedly going to be suspended by the NFL. He has 22 
lawsuits against him for sexual misconduct <laughs> involving a massage parlor. Twenty-two oh, wow. women. Twenty-two women. So, and I believe in the group chat the other day, Nick Durasi sent a quote. You read it about one of the women's reports of what happened. What is your general reaction to the idea of this man being allowed to play football? It's it's tough. I don't support people who uh, force women to jerk them off. You know what I mean? <laughs> but I mean, if he's paying for the service and they agree, you said it's a massage parlor. Yes. I don't know the whole story. I just know 27 women said he did this. Yeah, because he That's has outrageous. lots of money. Like the, It's pretty normal to go to Rub and Tugs. I mean, it's, he's, not <laughs> the only one, it's, he's not the only one who's ever done it. I'll tell you that much. Johnny, before yeah. I go in, what do you think? 22, I mean, 22 women. So, so it, th- nobody knows the truth about the situation. So you can't like, well, I, I, you, in, in my opinion, if there's hard evidence, get other, it. I mean, <laughs> we can get into that. I mean, away. whatever. But so I guess what, what I'm trying to say is that it's either this guy was getting rub and tugs and now they understand that they could fuck this guy out of a lot more money. Yep. He or just he was legitimately sexually harassing, right. which is totally possible. NFL <clears throat> players and professional athletes in general think they can do whatever the fuck they want. And no, I don't support that. That's fucking terrible. I mean, like, With- I'm not saying I support rub and tugs either, but there's definitely a difference in severity between getting a rub and tug and certainly with the trade sexually to, harassing with women. the trade to Cleveland he signed a $250 $250 million contract that is hold on fully guaranteed he doesn't have to play wow $250 million so even if he gets suspended this motherfucker's making money so they could have just basically paid a sex criminal to stay home so here's the thing <laughs> it has gone through a grand jury nine of the women of the 22 have gone through a grand jury to sue him. Mm-hmm. Every single one of those cases has been dismissed because they did not wow. have enough evidence. Now, that hasn't been brought to court at a civil level. They can still sue him at a civil court level, um, but grand jury yeah, to indict him them, no? as... No, it doesn't look good for them. And let me to say what no one wants to say. These fucking bitches trying to get his fucking money. It's unbelievable. First of all, he comes out and says he doesn't want to play for Houston ever again. This guy was clean as a whistle before that. No one would have said anything bad about him. He says, I'll never play for Houston again. All of a sudden, there's 22 women saying this guy forced uh, his fucking dick in my hand. Get the fuck out. These women want that money so bad. I'm going to ask a question about that. Please. Like... Money is one thing, but is there any sort of um, trouble that these women can get into? They're trying to fuck someone over. Let's say that is the case. They're wasting the court's time, the people's time, all that, and it's dismissed. Not enough evidence. Are they going to get in trouble for taking up that time? No, they're not. They should. They should go to fucking jail forever. Yep. (laughs) Yeah, they should go up. to jail forever. I got a question too. So go, di- didn't if, the owner of the Patriots go to a rub and tug and got caught? He didn't get suspended and, and nothing bad happened. He to got him. fined by the NFL and he got arrested by the police. But he got off pretty easily though, and it got he, brushed he over did, real easy. But I, th- <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think the real. Oh, wow, I've never heard that one. Um, <laughs> no, so he. 
you know, he just got caught in a pay for sex, not a force sex. That's totally different. Yeah, totally different. I was going to um, say, I can't fucking believe you're Charles still going to jail for paying for sex these days. I know. Yeah, Charles Barkley, didn't not, Charles not, get not caught? It. Yeah. Um, it, listen, it happens. <laughs> Sometimes you, you make it happen. It is what it is. But forcing yourself on a woman, on a woman, on a woman is, yeah, bad, on yeah. all women, on 22 women. Uh, is probably not the way to go about it. But if it turns out that they're just fucking money-hungry bitches. I think that there's another part of it, and that's um, what NFL player needs to be sexually harassing 22 women. Exactly. Exactly. Are you fucking kidding me? And you go to a rub and tug for a reason. You don't go there to harass women. I'd I'd also like to say that now that if if even if at a civil level all of them also get dismissed because they've only been uh, dismissed at a federal level if they also get dismissed in civil court they should have to get they should have to give forced hand jobs to him mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, <my God. laughs> oh fuck that's right. what should have to happen Ouch. on live tv well, I don't know. It's like a hanging. These yeah, are jokes, right. folks. These are jokes. I'm not joking. <laughs> Fuck these twenty. If, if of course, at a civil level, they do not have enough circumstantial evidence. At a civil level, fuck these bitches. I mean, that's rough. Yeah, they're trying to ruin his life on purpose. Yeah, and that's take terrible. And that's that truly is terrible. Like, and I don't want to sound like. Because it's a dicey situation. You don't know yeah. the truth. It's some people are fucking wild. You've seen NFL players do some crazy shit, so it's also not out of the realm of possibility that he really would do that to twenty-two women. I know at truth. his main massage parlor, he could have done that. <laughs> he could have done, done six a day. You don't know yeah. easily. He could have came in horny and just touched every single one. Is it been, one massage parlor that he went to, or multiple? I actually do not because like uh, there's rarely twenty-two women working at one of these places. It's usually uh, like one or two. I'd also so like to say it, on a there's more, questions is all. I, yeah. well, all I'm trying to say is that there's for sure questions yeah. that's sketchy what do you it's fucked up if they're trying to ruin his life Sorry, i know Frank. you guys don't follow the nfl super closely but un, like you know who deshaun watson is yeah quarterback so, right yes so last time he played football because he did not play all of last year last time he played football he passed for an outrageous amount of of yards he had great statistics but his team only won four games if you're the cleveland browns you trade all your draft picks to get a guy who may not be able to play because of suspension and physically is not capable of winning games solely by himself. And you're just like, whatever, our fans may hate us for the rest. We'll never have a female fan ever again, but bring them on in. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's yeah, so that's fucking, fucking stupid. crazy, right? Yeah. Like, yeah. At least let him go through the process. Right, through the whole legal process, civil court, all of it. Like, you're going to want to know what's going on with this guy before you trade him. Because, I mean, he wasn't, you know, like, like getting a. Uh, like a what, like an Antonio Brown or something? Someone who who might seem like a problem is a lot right. different Jeremy than Jeremy Shockey. Yeah. <laughs> right, it's a lot different. It's than a lot getting... different than getting someone who's up for sex crimes. That's fucked up, you know. Also, like... whether or not he's found guilty, let's not forget Ben Roethlisberger got accused too of doing sketchy things, but was never found guilty in court. And the NFL still suspended him four games, and it wasn't no fucking twenty-two women. This guy's facing at least six game suspension and they traded for him and agreed to pay him <laughs> yeah it's fucking crazy i can tell you one thing the outcome of a grand jury case usually uh is a good judgment of how the civil case is going to go yeah unless Boy, you're oj simpson unless they find evidence somewhere unless they... you're oj simpson if you need yeah, exactly. uh any 
uh, litigation or lawyer, just call Holmes. I have him in my phone as lawyer, John. Yeah. yeah so. if you, okay. Yeah. If you want to go to jail, <laughs> you call Holmes right away. I'll help you. <laughs> if, uh, I'll help if, you go to jail. If you're, yeah. If you're a cop, you got to tell me you're a cop. <laughs> you legally got to tell me. <laughs> so, Holmes, let me ask you this. You play recreationally in a football league. Do you think your sex scandal will come out next? Which one? <laughs> the one involving little baby clits. <laughs> oh, God. Wow, I've never he loves heard that, that one. He loves that one. <laughs> it All right, works so for like, almost any situation on the show. It's true. It's true. Most situations can be sticky. But I guess, Holmes, you're saying that you're innocent until proven guilty. I mean, uh, the women who I mess around with, they, they won't come into to the public eye. Because oh, you, you, you buried them somewhere. No, 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 they're, no, no they're all they're, gone. They're, around. they're, they're just, in the trunk. They're they're just, just, they, he said they won't come into the public. They're eye. around. They're just that's fucking mysterious. They know better. Yeah. No, it's they're around. They're just way too young to form an opinion. All right, <laughs> 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 sex criminal homes. Let's put another ten also up on the clock. I think we're ready to move into uh, Johnny's. Got a little story all time right. for us. Sure, I got a fun fun story for us. Uh, uh, I want to start this off by saying shout out to my cousin Swanee, man, because Swan. we've talked yeah. to him about him a lot on the show. And we miss you. Yeah, we'll get him on the show one day. But this is a, a really fun story, uh, really a lot of fun from our childhood. So when I was a kid, we used to do a lot of graffiti, right, Kev? Oh, yeah. When we were younger, we I mean, I was never good. But it was always fun to like make stickers and go right on buildings and be yeah. bad or whatever. Uh and um, the way that I would get spray paint is that I would give my father $20 and say, hey, I got to go do graffiti tonight. I'm 14. And he would be like, all right, what color? Yeah. <laughs> and uh, it's funny because his excuse was always uh, because we were straight edge kids. He was like, at least they're not out there doing drugs. Yeah. Little did he know. Yeah. We weren't. We, yeah, doing drugs that. and defacing public property. We weren't doing drugs. No at, drugs at no, that time. No, we were really straight edge kids doing graffiti, and that, I don't think that there could be anything lamer than that. It's probably a lot funner if you are on drugs to do that. Well, oh, he, they were definitely. huffing the paint. Maybe. True. We don't know. I don't know. But uh, So this story takes place, like all of our stories, on Long Island, New York. My favorite place. Uh and uh, I would say we were probably four. No, uh, we were 15 or 15 years old. That's what it is. Uh, and we go out graffitiing, you know, with our new cans of spray paint that my dad just bought <laughs> us. And we're hitting every fucking building on this main road that we can. Like little kids just going sneaky behind buildings and writing our little graffiti name uh, at the time. I was ripping off of J.A. One, who is a famous graffiti artist from New York, right? What was your tag? And I was going to say, I was J.E. <laughs> and I would just, Very different. What does the E stand for? It, did nothing, it, it never stood for anything. For I just liked, I liked <laughs> the way his shit would, and he would just do a big, humongous J.A. And I just thought that was cool, and I kind of... I didn't... And I didn't even mean to rip it off. I was also a kid, but... Influenced. Yeah, I was influenced, and it was almost it, identical, so I was ripping him off. All right, well, now, <laughs> 10 years later, if you had to make J.E. stand for something, what would it be? Um, Joey Exotics. Oh, yeah, shout out to Joey Exotics. Uh, yes. <laughs> I don't know. I don't even want to think about that, but... Um, <laughs> uh, John... 
<laughs> John Extreme. Yeah, John Johnny Excellent. Johnny Excellent. Uh, <laughs> um, so I was just writing it big as hell all over everything, and uh, we get to this bar that we used to go see hardcore shows at. We like walked there. Uh, it was called TGIF. TGIF. Uh, it was the first TGIF. TGIF one. Shout out to all the mirrors. Uh, mirrors that were in tgif <laughs> one that place was crazy they were having hardcore shows in a place that was like literally every wall was a mirror mm-hmm. and like fucking i remember down to nothing playing in there and it was it was wild that's where we saw have heart and i remember that yeah. because of the mirrors even though there was a lot of kids there there was probably whatever 200 kids there it looked like there was seven thousand. kids. i know yeah the they were all packed in and they were all going crazy too <laughs> Uh, that was a cool venue. It was a it cool was, venue, yeah. but there was a little bar right next door that was like a hole in the wall. Uh, it, it was like the type of bar that like dudes would go to after they got off work, you know, mm-hmm. like uh, and not for fun. Just because just have to, to drink the problems down, drink the, you know, concrete roofing drywall. Just they have to drink it all down. You know what I'm saying? Uh, and I'm not blaming them for it, but I'm just describing the type of place this was, right? And me and my other little redheaded cousin are galloping through the night <laughs> and, <laughs> and the dark, writing our graffiti names all over everything. And uh, we got to this bar, and uh, we got to the door of the bar. And for some reason, I, I had been writing just my graffiti name on everything the whole way, which is what you do. You know, because you want to be recognized in graffiti. And for some reason, I don't know why, just shitty kid instinct on the back of this door of this bar, I decided just to write, fuck you. I don't know why. (laughs) There was no reason. Just my stupid ass fucking teenager brain was just like, hell yeah, I'm going to write, fuck you on the back of this door. (laughs) Somebody's going to see it one day. One day. One day, (laughs) someone someone will see this. Five seconds. And while I was finishing the you, the door swings open harder than any door has ever swung open. You had to have been on camera. Uh, yeah, <laughs> apparently we were on right. camera, but, and it was funny because we were pretty good with that. Like we were aware that like, cause we knew older people who did graffiti and we were influenced by people and we knew to look out for cameras and shit like that. But this bar had some sneaky shit going on. I don't know. We found out later that a few months ago, the bar had been vandalized and burned down by some folks who yeah. were not nice. And obviously we were just teenagers doing graffiti, but right. they had like some, some cool ass, uh, cameras in there that we didn't see, I guess, because that fucking door swung open so hard. And there was that like 0.25 seconds where I was frozen, not knowing <laughs> what to do. And mind you, I I'm chubby now as a 15 year old, I was the fucking, uh, the marshmallow man from fucking Ghostbusters, dude. <laughs> like I played sports and stuff, but I wasn't. I was not an endurance runner, and my cousin was a a stick, you know, and he could run. So this door opens, and all of a sudden, I just hear Spanish words being fucking yelled at us, and I was like, "We gotta get the fuck!" Like you know, and we just ran, and he was so much faster than me, and was had so much more endurance than me. 
Oh, God. I got caught in seven steps, I would say. Seven steps, right? By uh, a dude who, when I was 15, was shorter than me, but he was 40 or 45 years old. Yeah. Right? And he grabbed me by my shirt with his fucking grown man strength and started pulling me, right? And I go, dude, dude, I'm 14 years old. Right. And mind you, I've said 10 times in this story, I was 15 years old at the time. Uh, So I lied to him, trying to be even younger seeming to him. And what this man said to me was, I don't care. And he punched me in my fucking face. <laughs> so a full good. grown man busted my lip wide the fuck like, open. Like, did he give you everything he had? Everything he had. He punched me as hard as you could like punch a person, and I got hit, and I wasn't ready because I didn't know a full grown man was gonna punch me in my face. And my whole shit like blah. I'm and surprised I came you didn't back. get knocked out. <clears throat> Iron I'm surprised I didn't get knocked out by that one too. But then I looked at him again and I said, "Dude, I'm 14." And he said, "I don't care." And he punched me in my face again. <laughs> oh my god! Twice, as hard as he could. Uh, this dude punched me in my fucking face. And at this point, I was being dragged by like three. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I was being like just dragged by these dudes who were just at this bar. Like, dragged, like, punched me in my face twice. Like, what the fuck just happened to me? Now I'm like wondering when the guns and machetes and shit are gonna come Where's out. Where's Swanson? Like, He's gone. <laughs> he got the fuck away. You think he waited around for Vega? <laughs> I don't know. Maybe he was looking for bushes. After all the stories that I've told you, why would he wait for me? Especially <laughs> when he's being punched <laughs> he in the face. I was, yeah, he didn't, you know, he was way gone. He was a fast little kid, like, you know what I mean? So he was way gone by the time I was being punched in the face. He was already around the corner alley, gone. And these dudes had one of us. To be fair, he didn't write fuck you. He was writing just as much bullshit as me, though. Like, he graffitied on their bar, too, just on the wall instead of the door. He was probably egging Johnny on hard. Oh, God. He, I'm not going to blame him for this Yo, one. Right, fuck you. Yeah, right, fuck it you. is just a regular... Yeah. This was just a regular thing we would get into because we were obviously dumbasses. Uh, All right, so they're dragging you back toward the bar? I didn't know where, but I was in a back alley. So I was legitimately scared for my life at this time. And these are just dudes at a bar. They're not the police. At any point, you think you could be raped? Dude, I didn't know what was going to happen to me. (laughs) I I deadass in this moment was like, I I don't know what. Like, I I thought I could be killed. Like, I wasn't sure. I really wasn't sure because these multiple dudes were holding on to me after they had punched me in my face. And I was like, didn't know where the fuck I like, what the fuck is going on here? So they dragged me to the front of the bar. And at the front of the bar, I felt a little more safe, even though it was nighttime. Nobody was around in this parking lot besides this bar, even though it was like a kind of a shitty Long Island shopping center. There was other stores. And uh, a couple minutes later. A car pulls up to the front of the the uh, pulls up to the front of the bar, and out comes my cousin Swanee with two Jamaicans. Oh shit! <laughs> two big Jamaican guys have my cousin Swanee. They caught him. Too. They caught him three parking lots down. So now I had mentioned that this bar was vandalized by like bad people. They burned him down. These dudes had hired security, and it was two Jamaican guys with handcuffs. There was no badges, no uniforms, no nothing. But they, they, they hopped out of the car. I wish Swanee was here to tell his part, but they hopped out of the car and fully tackled him to the ground, handcuffed him, 
and brought him back to the bar. And now the like seven <laughs> oh Spanish guys and two big Jamaican dudes are like are like like just standing with us, like talking to each other, like what do we do with these kids at this point? And I just go, yo, I'm gonna call my dad. Because I had mentioned earlier that my dad bought us the spray paint. I figured he had you know, he would probably have to have something to do with this or I was gonna be murdered or go to the police. Right. And uh, they figured that was probably best because they also handcuffed children and assaulted yeah. them yeah. for doing mm-hmm. a minor crime on their bar. You know yeah. what I mean? If a cop gets there and you're bleeding, yeah. what are they going to say? Yeah, little did they know that my dad was a violent man. Um, <laughs> yes. And I didn't. T- I knew better than to tell him the full story of what had happened while we were there. But he called me right away, came and picked me up, and... You know, he he was a guy who was not phased by crimes. Yeah. So he kind of was laughing at us when he came and picked <laughs> us up like, you dumb assholes. And yeah. when we got back to my house, I told him, I said, exactly what happened. I said, those right. guys tackled Swanee and handcuffed him. And this dude punched me in my face twice. And I told him how old I was, 14. <laughs> and yeah. and, uh, and uh, my dad was like... Like, at that moment, was ready to take me back to that bar to pick out the guy that hit me. Mm-hmm. And I refused to. So he waited for me and Swanee to go to sleep. And he went back to that bar by himself and caused some problems, I'll say. He burned it down again. <laughs> Dude, I wouldn't be surprised. I would not fucking be surprised. Jeez. But, so what do you take away? What is the moral for you? What did you oh, learn? That? Did, I, you, I, did you graph from that moment? After that? Yeah, okay. I did a little bit, but not, not like, not big shit. I think we were, I would just like do like markers and like stickers and shit. I don't think I really, and maybe I would tag a little bit, but I wasn't like out there. Right. And fucking on doors. <laughs> well, yeah, but I was actually out there, like I said, doing like big yeah. bombs and shit. I mean, as much as a 15 year old shitty kid could do. Right. Yeah. Yeah, the Jeez. functioning door is usually... It was bad. <laughs> I don't know. That was my story. I'll fucking uh, buzz myself right there. The functioning door. <laughs> it was rough. It was rough. I'm glad I got that story out, though. That's it. Uh, all right. Yeah, we're on to... Give us another 10. Little Kevs. <laughs> hey, so uh, I want to talk about this week um, personal health. Like, when you... <laughs> Think about where you're going to be trapped for all eternity when you die or what you deserve or what God would sentence you to, let's say. <laughs> and uh, are we acknowledging the existence what of God on this show? To. No, but it's fun I to play am. around in your head. But I guess I'll start with... Uh, you guys are, are not men of God, but I am. Yes, very passionate. <clears throat> so I guess it takes place... Um, in a room, I'm going to say a waiting room, because one of the things I hate most is waiting around. Sure. I fucking can't stand waiting. And it's going to be slightly above the temperature that my body can handle, so maybe like 88 oh, degrees. You're going to have a sweat going? A little, a little bit, but ooh. only any time I do like a small action, I'll get a bead of sweat, start to accumulate on my brow. <laughs> and particularly, I'm wearing a fleece from like Old Navy or something, and the wrists are wet. You know, from brushing your teeth or like something. This. It's fucking horrible. I don't like that And uh, every once in a while, <laughs> um, maybe a drunk person will come up way too close and tell me how much they love me. Ugh. Or how... how you can it, smell it. You can smell it. 
you're going to be like, uh, like yeah, let's hang out next week or something. And uh, I'm also, I have a task to either get something off of a shelf that's like a little too high and I'm (laughs) fumbling around trying to get it down or what happened earlier in the studio. I'm aligning something, putting a screw in, and the drill pops off the screw, and I'm like sweating now. I and just my blood watched is starting Kevin to do that for four straight minutes. He's so fucking so angry. You're, so far, your personal hell is like a lot of minor. So far, his personal hell is a very so realistic many, Monday. I know, yeah. So yes. many minor inconveniences. It seems like that. Just it's it's just. To, and then I snap. Yeah, and whoever's in my path is going to get the ring. Done. <laughs> is it genetic? You think? You think it's genetic? I, I think I that know. entire scenario would irritate me too. So I don't yeah. think it's genetic. But yeah, you know, just put me there for all eternity, and that's my hell. Okay. <laughs> Anyone else have a hell? Yeah, I'll, I have. A, yeah. I have a personal hell here. Um, okay, so one of the things I hate most in this world is working. Okay. It's not not my favorite thing to do ever in any situation, especially when someone tells me I have to. Mm-hmm. I like working on the show. I like, you know, sometimes, but like, fuck, man, it's not my favorite thing to do is working for somebody else. And what that makes me think of is when I was a kid and I used to work at Marshall's, baby. Yeah. So I think my personal hell setting is Marshall's <laughs> and I'm cashier. And okay. there's a line that goes on to... <laughs> <laughs> to a, to an endless marshals that like the ocean, there's just a line that's that I can't see the end of. Marshals mm, was of before your time at Tanger. Yeah, way before. Yeah, I was making seven dollars and twenty five cents working at Marshals. That, by the way, before you continue, how crazy is it to think of that and then to think of fifteen dollars as minimum wage? Dude, when I started making anywhere double. near that, I my mind was blown because uh, I used to make seven. Breaking double digits was huge. Yeah. Oh yeah. Crazy, mind blowing when you start at seven dollars twenty five cents. All right, so the lines around the building. The lines around the building, and the line consists of my family members. (laughs) (laughs) Just a long asking you for a discount. A long list of fucking family members, distant family members, my family members, cousins that you sometimes have to see at family parties that you have to say hello to that you don't really know at all. That's my, the whole line all the way to the end is people I I just don't feel like talking to. Right. And they all come up and they want to talk to me. Like they're excited (sighs) to see me working at Marshall's. Right. But then they have an issue Uh. and they call the manager up. All right. I forgot to mention that uh, in this situation, I have the same haircut that I had when I was younger. (laughs) So like I'm a grown man with the the, like helmet, like shitty Beatles haircut. (laughs) That was a good look for you for real. It was for real. It was so bad. So, uh, uh, so, uh, the manager okay. comes. The ma- yeah, they have, every single one of them has a problem after they're done wanting to talk to me, uh-huh. and they have a they have a problem. They need to talk to the manager, and they tell the manager that they need a discount because of my haircut. Uh-huh. Every single one of them. To, like, I think that's the fairest complaint yeah. I've ever heard. I, I agree. I agree. But I have to deal with it. Is the thing, and then I have to type in the discount for them myself. Uh, hair discount. And, and every single person. <laughs> 
And also the entire time, because this would happen to me when I was working there, is that I was so hungry. I was making $7. (laughs) I was like poor. I couldn't afford to go to fucking... You were paying uh, for your lunch. You were working for your lunch. Literally. Like if I wanted to go to McDonald's, that was like, what did I just even work work for? It was 60% of your paycheck. insane. So I would be so hungry. And then after, after it felt like eternity... I'd be allowed to go to the Marshall's break room and eat. And the only thing that's in there is big cans of boiled peanuts. Oh, the gross, only dude. thing that I can eat to try to fix my hunger in my insatiable <laughs> hunger is boiled peanuts. That's, that's disturbing. I don't like that. And I want to die the whole time. And yeah. I can't because it's eternity of boiled peanuts and Marshall's. <laughs> and then there is the worst of all. No penis. Why do you need to realize that you don't have a penis? Because he goes to jerk off in the bathroom. Uh, <laughs> I can't even jerk it. off at work. I don't know about that, but I think that's part of Holmes's personal health. But yeah, uh, what is your personal health? Mine is just yeah. The last thing is no penis. <laughs> so uh, basically, being stuck in traffic. Like oh, yeah. e- okay. one, either like run, you're you're running out of gas and you need to get to a gas station, but you're just stuck in fucking traffic, like mm-hmm. that's not moving, and the AC or the heat in the car is not working. Yeah, um, you, and to, you definitely hate traffic because I've been I in a car with you, traffic, and you're like, can someone else drive? Especially Don't driving stick, it sucks. And and two is being somewhere and seeing someone that you that you. You know, but you don't really know, like like a, a distant acquaintance, uh-huh. and like you're just like, I hope this person doesn't try and talk to me because I really don't feel like fucking talking to you. Alms, <laughs> you need this. Okay, come take oh, it. Someone's got to give it to me. All right, so my personal hell. When Kevin told me we were doing personal hell, I went a little bit. Thank you. Fucking crazy. Yeah, it's awesome. And I wrote a full play. I'm going to be playing the narrator. Uh, Johnny is going to be playing the lead role of Frank Rocco Samisa. Uh, Holmes will be playing himself, and Kevin will be playing a character to be named. No one is allowed... Holmes, stop it. No one is allowed to read ahead. Okay? I haven't read it yet. Stop it. All right. So Frank's personal hell. Here we go. I can't wait. Frank is awoken by a loud bang in the room adjacent to him. He finds himself covered in sweat on an 89-degree morning. His room is dark, and he has trouble seeing his hand even six inches from his face. Frank yells with passion. Is the heat on or some shit? What the fuck is going on here? That's a very good Frank. (laughs) All right. No one responds. Frank rises from the moist mattress in anger. He starts his search for the doorknob leading to the room next door. He feels around in the dark for for the familiar touch of his bedroom door. He opens the door and begins to walk to the living room, but with each step he takes, his surroundings become darker and darker. Walking carefully, he extends his arm for the light switch, but he can't seem to recall where it is, almost as if it's missing from the wall completely. He then begins to realize that nothing in the room seems familiar to him at all. He says, Where are the couches? Gretchen? Alicia? The kitchen table's missing! <laughs> it's getting better, to Frank. It's getting better. Uh, all right. It only takes a short time for him to realize that the room he's standing in is actually completely empty. It's not the living room he once knew. The room has no furniture. It has only two older-looking TV sets facing each other on both the left and right side of the room. 
Frank walks gingerly to the first TV set on his left, tries to turn it on, but the room is so dark he struggles to find the button until he hears the click and the TV is on. On the screen came the Dark Knight. <laughs> right, right, at the scene, right at the scene where Batman uses everyone's cell phone in Gotham to have X-ray risen or some fucking stupid shit. Uh, he cries out. What the fucking fuck is this? <laughs> it's getting really good now. Uh, he tries to hit the button to turn it off. Uh, but the button has seemed to vanish. Then seemingly out of nowhere... The second TV to his right turns on by itself. It was playing Star Wars Episode Three: Revenge of the Sith. Right at that stupid scene where Obi-Wan says to Anakin, Anakin, Chancellor Palpatine is evil. Haven't you seen the first two movies, you <laughs> fucking idiot? And like a little wounded girl, Anakin says to him, From my point of view, the Jedi are evil. Or some stupid horseshit. Uh, the two fictional char- characters continue to argue, argue like a homosexual married couple when Frank realizes this is not his home. On top of one of the TVs, he noticed a small Bluetooth speaker. He tried to put it on in an attempt to drown out both the horrible movies, but to his dismay, all that played was Eminem on a continuous loop. (laughs) Frank couldn't tell if it was the same verse over and over again, or just one full Eminem album, because all his music sounds exactly the same, and it's just fucking awful. Uh, The rapper's voice was so annoying, but he couldn't turn it off. Frank says... I've got to get the fuck out of here now. He rushed down the stairs to the front door. He opened the door to see a very boring, boring, boring looking man sprinting towards him. The man had absolutely no expression on his face, but said to Frank in an intolerable monotone voice. Kevin, this is you. I'm looking for a volleyball. Have you seen it? It's around. No, it's round. It's white. Has the same amount of acting talent as I do. (laughs) The man got angry and then yelled while still being boring. Have you seen it? Frank said. No, no, no. I haven't seen it. Get away. That was good, right? Uh, Frank slammed the door in his face and realized the front door was obviously no longer an option. He collapsed against the door and cried. What the hell is this place? What the fuck is happening? He looked back up the stairs to what was once his home. He saw the silhouette of a man. He began to climb the stairs towards the man when he realized the features were that of a man that was familiar to him. It was his good friend Holmes. Relieved to see Holmes, Frank said, Dude, what are you doing here? It It doesn't matter. We have to get the fuck out of this place. But Holmes looked broken, disheveled, and defeated. In a somber voice, Holmes said, Dude, there's no way out. I looked everywhere. We're stuck here. Frank, it's bad, man. You don't even know who runs this place. You're not going to be happy. I don't care who's in charge here, but we have to get out. I've had the worst morning of my fucking life, and I'll be damned if I have to stay here another <laughs> fucking second. It won't let you it won't let you leave. It keeps everyone here forever. The windows are locked, and Tom Hanks is some it's somehow on the other side of every door. <laughs> <laughs> He's bored 14 people to death already this week. <laughs> they heard a loud, a loud, deep thud in the distance, and Holmes said in a very scared voice, It's coming. <laughs> Out of the shadows of the room crept a dark, evil, demonic beast as old as time itself. The disgusting figure moved, moved towards them at a frightening pace until it was eye to eye with Frank. Holmes said, whimpering, what can we do for you, master? The ruler of these new lands was a creature so foul, so wretched it can only be described as a bitch. Its name was Nicolosi, and with an <laughs> evil roar it shrieked, You're dirty and you're white! Frank screamed. <laughs> no! What is this place? 
God damn you! God damn you all to hell! It was at this moment that Frank realized that every joke he had made about wishing kid uh, AIDS on children had finally come back to bite him. He was in hell, and there was no escape in sight. And that's the end. Let's go. What do you guys think of the play? I thought it was Pretty amazing. Good. That was Pretty great. Good. good job, Frank. Uh, what do you guys think this. of the characters involved in the play? It's on brand. Oh, that was wonderful. <laughs> I hope everybody liked my Frank at home. I didn't like that guy, Holmes. <laughs> well, yeah, he was very afraid of Nicole. He was bad. But, but let me tell you something. You like to pretend you're not afraid of Nicole, and yet you're very afraid of Nicole. So she runs your whole shit, bro. I think I did that play just as well as Tom Hanks would have. I could not agree with you more. You have the same amount of range as Tom Hanks. It's true. It's just the most boring. You literally read the piece of paper. I like it, though. That My favorite line of that is Tom Hanks has bored 14 people to death already this week. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm surprised Kevin didn't say Tom Hanks. Uh, <laughs> uh, all right. Uh, I think that's uh, that's all our topics there. Yeah. Uh, what are we gonna do? We got uh, emails. We got emails, and Holmes has a quick Holmes's corner. No fucking way. No, I don't. No, we, I didn't. You think said so. you had Holmes. Yeah, corner. he says a lot of shit. No. Just no. before what? we move on to Hold emails, on. Holmes has is supposed yeah. to have a segment called Holmes's Corner. We're in episode seven, and it's never <laughs> happened. Let's well, I just recently got him. a corner. So he told us he had a segment <laughs> this week where he was gonna throw out medical terms, and I guess he forgot he wanted to do that. I forgot. I'm not a doctor, so I shouldn't be doing that. <laughs> All right, well then, give us some emails. What kind of bit is Holmes uh, <laughs> spitting out medical terms? I mean, I do want to see his, it. His thought was great. The thought was he was going to give us medical terms, and ones oh, we, that have, are, we have to guess what they are. No, like it was that. a single medical term, but I, I forgot it. It was called uh, menstruation. Yes, exactly. <laughs> Something to do with men. Um, I don't know. It's pronounced gonorrhea, and it's okay. You just have to take medicine. You know, oh, I, think, I think you'll be all right. Yeah, I forgot they have a cure for everything now. Except AIDS. AIDS will get you. Uh, yeah, you're fucked okay. when it comes so to AIDS. So we're going to do some emails. Um, all right, what do you got? All right, so first, let's 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 do Matt King's, I guess. Shout out to Matt King. We love Matt King. Did yes, we not we read a Matt King email already? No, uh, we did I not. think we read it. I think Holmes read it off screen once. Yeah, we didn't read this one. Uh, so Matt King sent in an email asking me, well, it says it's for homes. Does bringing your own golf uh, push cart to a golf course make any sense, and why? <laughs> so uh, uh, Frank will uh, tell the story uh, quickly about uh, so why I he's asking this. So at a particular this. golf course, Holmes was invited to play. A very, very high-end, uh, fancy golf course. It's an exclusive golf course, and Holmes came up the hill with his own push cart. And uh, Matt, at the time, was running the show, and he... Uh, he questioned whether or not he was going to let Holmes play that day. Well, I was told I had to carry my bag, so I said, why would I carry my bag when I have a golf push cart that I could strap it to and pull it around? So oh, why don't shit. you answer the question? Did it make it, sense? It, it, it just it makes complete sense why I wouldn't want to carry around a 30, 40-pound <laughs> bag of clubs. I agree uh, with you, 18 Tom. holes for three or four hours. But is there a problem with that, with the, like the regulation at that golf course? It's just tacky. It's just it's yeah, tacky. Like, it's I like, guess golf, yeah, you can't be tacky in golf. Well, not yeah. at a private golf. Club. You could do that at, at a public Sandy golf Pond. Club. I'm surprised Holmes had enough Rolling money Oaks. to be allowed in there. Well, I didn't pay anything. He didn't I know, have but money. I'm saying I'm surprised there wasn't like a force field that just boom. Yeah. Well, Matt, Matt King, Matt King, when you hear the answer from Holmes, write back again. I'm sure you'll have a retort to that comment. So let us know how you're feeling. Yeah. Next time, maybe you could be my caddy. 
Oh, oh, all right. Oh, shit. Uh, let's uh, let's the golf move community on is going to come after homes, dude. Big time. They're going to cancel I respect you. From the golf. Let's not forget that. Like I said, they <laughs> <Yeah>. so. <laughs> respect. That looks he doesn't like play that that much golf, but he right respects there. the community. <laughs> Holy Who's this from? Uh, this is from Alec Arison. Alec Aronson. Aronson. Okay. Hey, y'all. Big fan of the podcast. Hoping these questions can make an appearance. They will be addressed accordingly. Wow. Question number one for Frank. Frank, when did you realize that Alicia was the one and (laughs) (laughs) it was time to move in together and get married? I think you're a piece of shit, Alec. (laughs) Uh, I realized... (laughs) I didn't know that that was going to be the answer to that. Uh, I think I realized Alicia was... I still haven't realized Alicia's the one. She's got a lot of work to do uh, before before that. Uh, And you can move on to the next one. Okay, second question is for everybody. Which professional athlete would you choose to be your college roommate? That's a good question. Uh, Johnny? Um, Deshaun Watson, obviously. If, I mean, I guess if I'm going of all time, college roommate. Gretzky? No. <laughs> Definitely no Canadian. So, uh, DiPietro. That would be kind of sick, but I'm <laughs> he thinking is a party of, uh, who's the, uh, who's the, uh, the, the pitcher who drank all those beers? The fucking Wade Boggs. Wade Boggs. Yeah, for the college roommate. Or, I mean, I guess I'm expected to go hockey. Alex Ovechkin. Okay, Ooh. here you go. Who you got, Kevin? I'm going to do Austin 316. Wow, oh, that's, that's good. a good one. Holmes, you got anybody? Uh, yeah, probably Matt Martin from the Islanders, okay. just because okay. I'm obsessed with him. Is he yeah. attractive or something? Yeah, he's, he's, he's pretty hot. Yeah. Super good pretty looking hot. guy. He's good looking for a guy. He I'm beat gonna, the fuck out of you, Holmes. Probably. Uh, if I had to, I would probably pick, it's really tough on me, but it would be Shaquille O'Neal. Oh, oh yeah, was, I didn't even fun. consider a basketball would be Shaq, You would sure. need a bigger uh, dorm room. Oh, all right, next. He's fucking humongous. Okay, Frank third, just goes, oh. The third question is for everyone. Uh, what would be the one song that you would want to play at your funeral? Jesus Christ, what is this? I don't think anyone's going to know any music. That I, got, like. I got the song, though. I know what I would want at my funeral. What, what? is it? Uh, it's uh, One More Time by Daft Punk. One more time. Yeah, that one. Oh, that's sick. Dingo, do you have one? Yeah, um, Electric Slide. (laughs) (laughs) That's pretty good. Uh, I'm going to go with uh, Slipknot People Equals Shit. (laughs) (laughs) The Haunt Repeat. Like, well, shit. <laughs> Let's all give Holmes an appropriate amount of time to I, do what I he's got, trying I to got, do. I would want this song in my in my funeral. Cut my life into pieces. <laughs> nice, nice Holmes. Uh, all right. Does he have any more unbearable questions here? I don't know. Let's look. It looked like quite a few. <laughs> okay. Uh, this uh, this fourth one's for you, Frank. Uh, do you wipe standing or sitting? Next. Okay. Oh, come on. <laughs> okay, the fifth question is if you were taken hostage five years ago and released today, what would be the most surprising thing uh, okay. with the world? That one I like a lot. Uh, the, for me, the most surprising thing in the world would be that, uh, that Holmes was still alive. Yeah, me too. That's a big that, one. <laughs> that's my answer that I was still alive. I would think f- five years from now, you better be dead. I hope so. <laughs> I'm going to go with. Uh, Artie Lang is still alive and Norm MacDonald is dead. Yeah, that's Oh, that's crazy. a good one. Yeah. That's, who would have guessed that? I know. I don't think I would be surprised. I would be like, that's exactly the way I think it would happen. People are still 
biggest pieces of shit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, well, I think Artie is doing better. I hope he is. Yeah. Yeah. Shout out to Artie. Uh, you got one. You got one. He, like, Kevin? he likes podcast. Maybe he'll hear it. No, I just nah. said it. Okay. Got it. Yeah. All right. Next. Uh, okay. Uh, this get? this is a sixth question. This is the last one. It's for okay. you, also, Frank. It's a marry fuck kill, but it's Burger King, White Castle, and Wendy's. So I easy. Uh, yeah. I well, no, it's not easy because you me, hate Burger King. I'm gonna marry uh, White Castle. I'm gonna fuck Burger King, and I'm going to kill Wendy's. Interesting. I don't want the baked potato that badly. Uh, it's it's not for me. And what's his message at the bottom? It there? just says, "Please me- address that the questions mentioned were from Alex Erickson." Yeah, thanks Eric. a lot, Al. You're Thank great. You. You're Thank phenomenal. You. All right. Uh, we me and Dingo didn't answer, but oh well, it said it was for Frank. Okay. But yeah, you guys it wasn't for you. Yeah, okay, wasn't good, for, good. It wasn't That's for fine. you. Yeah. Come on, there, he's your fan. That's fine. I don't <laughs> yeah, he's my fan. I, I don't want to. Uh, <laughs> I don't want to. Uh, I've got a lot of fans. I you don't really want to say Mary. F- I don't want to do it now. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't want to do it. <laughs> no, it's just it's the oh, same. It's, I was going to say these are some long fucking emails. No. That's it. Thank you. That's it. Yes, thanks, Alex. Alex. Thanks to everyone. Thank you for writing it. Those are all the emails we got. That's right. it. Yeah. Um, I would like to say uh, give some shout out. Maybe we should do some shout outs quick. Oh, uh, um, check out our merch store. Yeah, we got a merch store, yeah. and we have a website now yeah. too. Podbean, yeah. uh, uh, poor timing poor podcast timing. at podbean dot com. There we yeah. go. You guys you were way more in sync last time. Well, this is the first time we're we doing said these that ones. One, yeah. Why don't you try it again? Poor timing podcast at dot podbean dot com. Our website. Go to that website. Yeah, and, uh, we have a merch store on there. And uh, buy that shit. Yeah, watch all our shows. Uh, Send us money. Shout out to all of our friends. Shout out to my cousin Mookie for giving me advice. Uh, anybody got you want want to help? Shout yeah. out who helped uh, us? Yeah, I want to uh, shout out um, the most important person we could possibly shout out is is John A for winning that risk game. Oh yeah, beautiful John? win. Yeah, well he got a shout out already. Yeah, but I had shout to out do to it Frank again. for writing this beautiful uh, masterpiece. That was it cool. was good, right? It was all a right. good play. I'll Would shout you, out shouting out. That's yeah, a, what, yeah, but wait. Shout out, shouting could out. you see us doing that on Broadway? Yeah, I've always shut wanted to be fuck? a Broadway ah. star. All right, is that the end of the show? <laughs> That's Holmes? it, dude. Uh, <laughs>